It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. And welcome back. It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff, Jeff Trella. I spell, pronounce my name. This is a bad start, dude. Trader Andy, what's going on, man? I can't put even the, pronounce my name right put, now. What the, the hell's going down. on out here? Put the <laughs> drink down. Just say no. What's up, everyone? How are we doing today? What's going on with you? They're not going to answer you. They're not going to answer oh, you. And they answer me, but I hear them. So what's going on with you today? Not too much. I'm, uh, I've am i been outside playing Paul Bunyan all day, chopping down a tree on my own. I, I literally took a tree. I mean, it was only like a maybe a 10-foot tree, but I took this thing down by myself. <laughs> right. And I'm, exha- I'm exhausted. And Didn't hit the house as a success? No, didn't I moved the cars out of the way first too? I, I, I made all the all the all the pro- proper precautions. We're good to go. On the other side of the Zoom room is the Greek geek of mock drafts, Mister Nick. What's up, man? What's going on? What's up? I don't know, Andy. And Andy, what's up with you, man? Oh, you know, just uh, you know, Nick says what's up to me. He's up. To, what's up to you? Yeah, yeah it was what's a up, what's it up? was a uh, crazy uh, crazy week. You know, you know, obviously, you know, baseball starting and stuff, and then you're trying not to focus on football, even though football is blowing up and having a big week for us uh, Jet fans over here. But mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. then there's, you know, what do you all think right, about that? Right. Well, well, before you go, go on. Yeah, let, let's let's go to the football guru for the uh, for the breakdown on the on the big Sam Darnold trade. What do you got to say about that, Nick? Yeah, you got to move them. They came out today, no, yesterday, and said that. If we were picking a little later, if we didn't have the second pick, we would have kept Arnold and went on the year, which shows you they fell in love with Zach Wilson. They that's great. They got good value. Two, four, and a six. They're gonna package one of those picks and move up this year, I think. I got a feeling twenty three is gonna go into the teens, but you have to do it. It sucks. Sam's gonna kill it in Carolina probably and still need a line. With the Jets. Still need a line. That well, that's the one thing that we were talking about is what if they put Kyle Pitts on that team? Like that'd be one of the Yep. The, the better weapon weapon combos out there. Um, DJ yep. Moore and Robbie Anderson, that's pretty sweet. TMC. Pitts, they can get Rashawn Slater. They can take Sewell if he falls. They got a lot of options at eight. They don't have to take a quarterback anymore. I saw the video on that guy, uh, Sewell. He's uh, impressive. He's a generational tackle. Yeah. Uh, ho- hopefully he'll hit hit the bong mask on draft night and take a, take a slide and mm. then get traded for three number ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, you know, I just got home from work. I was able to to catch uh, the end of the Met game, and that was just a joke. I mean, I'm a diehard Met fan, but you know, when you have a more armor than Iron Man on you, and you lean in to take a take a hit pitch, and they they let you get away with it to win the game, that's a crazy walk off. But I'll take the win. Yeah. Hey, don't load the bases in the ninth. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of hard for some teams. I mean, and we'll, we'll get into some bullpen talk later on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is our first time on the air since baseball season started. And, and we, we got some mixed bag results so far. Uh, Nick, Nick, I'll start with you first. Do you got any, any global uh, observations, anything, any, anything that you, from how you drafted or anything you've seen so far that really stands out that is, is or isn't what you expected at this point? Um, I mean, uh, I know we're going to talk about the closer situation later. I mean, I drafted Hendricks and Chapman, one, my top closers. They don't have a single save yet. You, you want to um, hear something crazy? I, 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 I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I, 
Yeah. This stat I heard, not a stat, but it was I, I can't remember who it was that tweeted this out, that 44% of the saves in Major League Baseball were not on an active TGFBI roster. Oh. 44%. We got, we, got, we got the top one, though. We got the top one, though. Yep. Well, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a little butthurt about that, man. The Melancone, man. I, got, I don't have enough shares of him. Bold prediction. He's got bold prediction. He's going to lead Major League Baseball in saves the next day. Uh, don't save a spot for him in auction. A week later in our home auction, uh, not paying attention, doing commissioner stuff when he gets called and goes for two bucks. And I'm I would have spent freaking fifteen on him if I was paying attention. But that 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 is the the state of the game right now, man. The saves are spread out. If you look at. Uh, like you said, Chapman is nothing. Uh, Hater, nothing. Hendricks, nothing. It, it, it's pretty crazy. Um, anything else? Anything else? What's that? Uh, Chapman was suspended for the first couple. Of weeks uh, it's too. two days, oh. man. But I mean, they've yeah. won games since then. He's still, still not yeah. getting not yeah. getting opportunities yeah. and not 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 pulling the plug. Hater keeps getting he's wins. Coming, he's coming. In, he's coming in with big leads, and he'll he struck out the side the other night. But I mean, yeah, it's awesome. It's good for ratios, but it's not good for saves. And I think Hater's uh, pretty set there. I mean, Devin Williams is showing that he is human and ha- gave up more uh, runs in the past week than he had all of last year. Well, I, I think the point is, especially with relief pitchers right now, and I, yeah, they may lose their jobs and whatnot, but you, you can't really, after a week, really worry about the results so much as mm-hmm. a, a, as the pro, as the process. You know, the process always trumps the result, and we're seeing a lot of crazy results right now throughout the league. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, let's get right into that. You know, let's talk about. Uh, your mean Mercedes first. Like I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be clogging too much airtime with this. But this guy is uh, didn't go as crazy as we thought in Fab across the the industry. But he he went on a cold streak, but he's getting it done. He homer today, right? Mm-hmm. He he did a hit a homer, like four hundred and eighty something foot home run. Yeah. So, do we think this guy is uh? Is a fraud or is there something to be had here? And he's he's a Mercedes Benz right now. He's uh, top dollar right now. Fob, I'd say Fob, top dollar. <laughs> give him give him a month or two, and he's on a scrap heap. He's a freaking nineteen ninety seven Toyota Corolla with three hundred thousand miles, and he's gonna get trashed. So that's my take on him. Sell high. I, I've I've seen people post online trade offers of Mercedes for Vaughn, Mercedes for this guy, Mercedes for top notch players. That's a joke. He'll be, he'll be cut in two months. <laughs> Yo, you should just retire right now, man. It's never going to get better than that. He's a, <laughs> he, he's a 92 Toyota Corolla with 300,000 miles on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love it, man. That's an all-time great right there. All right, let's talk about a couple other uh, guys, and let's, let's, let's talk through to see if we got a pretender or a contender here. Um, Freddie Peralta striking out everybody. How do we feel about him so far? I was big on him last year. I remember picking him up week one, waiver wires in our dynasty league, and I was very excited about it. And he fell off the face of the earth. I think he's turned it around this year. I think he's actually going to be a good value. Okay, he he's actually striking out two batters per per inning right now through one start. Uh, Fourteen strikeouts. That's pretty damn good. Uh, so you're buying in on it. Yep. How many shares? Many shares? 
I have a, I have a couple. It, I picked him up too on a waiver wire in one league, and I've been scooping him up wherever I could. And now he's gone. All right, a- Andy. Anybody that's out there that's in maybe a ten or a twelve team league, and Freddie Peralta is available. Are are you going all in on your Fab or using a f- number one waiver priority on somebody like Peralta? Yeah, his upside can definitely uh, warrant that type of move if he can avoid the walks and actually, you know, not. Uh, you know, sometimes it's a circus with him, but he is his stuff is nasty, and he can slot into the number three starter, and be. Uh, I think the Brewers are going to be pretty good. I think he's going to get a lot of wins too. So I, I think if he can avoid uh, any issues with his control, I think he's it's a winner. All right, yeah. My my concern with him is you know with strikeouts comes high pitch counts, and I don't know how often he's going to pitch to length and and you know be a five six inning pitcher. I mean. And it, and his first start, he went seven. Do you want to hear something crazy? This is this is my big observation on the the year so far. After one week, we've had forty one starting pitchers, different pitchers, go six innings or more. So I I think that the training wheels are kind of off off so far this season, and they're letting these pitchers go, especially the top end ones. You know. Bieber, Cole, Bauer, Giolito, uh, Bundy, Glass now, they're all averaging more than six innings per start after two starts. So, yeah, Just a quick heads up on that real quick. Uh, he actually pitched two games. He started one game, went five innings, and it uh, looks like he pitched two innings. And Relief, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Game one, I yeah. think it was the first game. Yeah, he, he pitched. He had started one game, went five innings, struck out eight, but then he uh, – and walked four, and then he uh, – Pitched uh, on the first and went two innings and actually uh, strike out, struck out six. Okay, so he just went right back into what my concern was. <laughs> I, I just had insufficient yeah. and incorrect notes. I had to look that Perfect. up. I was like, oh, I was like, oh. Okay, well, I had him listed as one start. Yeah, he did have a relief appearance, so that means that my 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 information is incorrect and it's not forty one pitchers have done that. It's forty. Which is still pretty impressive for yeah, one definitely. week into the season for that many pitchers to be going six or more. Um, so may, maybe we're going to get there. But one of the things that we all talked about early in the off season was that we expected there to be a lot of pitching injuries this year. Yeah. So maybe that is going to happen. And you know, while we're on pitching injuries, let, let's cry, let's cry in our cornflakes for a minute for our AL only team. So. Today, today we lost uh, James Paxton is recommended for Tommy John surgery, and uh, Trevor Rosenthal is, actually had thoracic outlet syndrome uh, surgery today, so he's probably out for the season. So in one league, we lost both of them in the a span of like an hour. Uh, that that's pretty ugly. Paxton is one of my higher owned players because his value was was so so late in drafts and so cheap in auctions that I got a lot a lot of them. So it's not going to hurt too much because I didn't invest a lot. It's just I have them everywhere. Nick, are either of those guys hurt you? Yeah, both. I have Rosenthal, TGFBI. Good thing I drafted Melanchon. Got him, but. Yeah, I had Paxton in a few leagues. I had him as a two-star pitcher this week and head-to-head, and he's out. Well, the good thing is you're probably going to see Logan Gilbert come up uh, you know, by the end of the month. So uh, I would definitely try to – they're going to put the train wheels on him a little bit too and watch his pitch count, but he's definitely somebody that will, once the Super 2 thing goes through, 
uh, he'll be here at the end of April. Okay. I saw AJ Puke Puck. He's again on the IL, rather uh, strained left bicep. He's uh he's he's you can't trust him. Never. You you usually when you see a bicep or forearm. a forearm, <laughs> the elbow mm-hmm. the elbow is coming in in 15 minutes basically. <laughs> yep. It's almost like they're disguising it. Like they, that, that's what it was too with with Paxton was he had he had a uh, forearm injury, whatever. And the next thing you know, you're getting a new elbow. Like, wh- what are you gonna do? But I overall, the pitching injuries haven't been that bad. I mean, we we lost uh, we lost Yates before the season started. Lamette never got started, and he probably never will. Um, you know, and uh, Alicia Hernandez is a, a big sleeper. He's out for a little while, but that may not be a long term situation. Other than that, yeah, I mean, all right, Soroka, which I I told you guys they were going to shut him down. He's shut down till June probably now. Um, and then uh, Zach Gallon was before the season, so in this week the the pitching, uh, the, the the pitching injuries haven't been that bad. It's really been the hitters that have taken a <laughs> taken a whooping. And you know, Andy, are you still on the ledge with your boy uh, Tatis or? The prognost- pro- prognosis looks pretty good. So you feeling a little bit better about that? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely feeling a little better with uh, the news. I was uh, definitely on one foot off the ledge about to jump. And uh, thank God uh, he's going to make it through. But I just, I don't know. I don't know about how this is going to affect his swing. Uh, it, might, it could make him change things because he's still hurting. It's, it's going to be a, a risky situation this year with him, I think. Yeah, Nick. How do you feel about Tatis? You scared? I got a, I got a couple of shares of him. It, it worries me. I mean, you, that usually signs of that means the fact Andy said the swing's going to be affected. The numbers might go down. He rushes back. I mean, dynasty. He's a hold, but you know, redraft. It's I don't know. That's tough. That's On the tough trade block right now. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that maybe find a, find a buyer, no. get a good piece for him if it's a redraft. But yeah. I don't know. Well, well, they're they're saying surgery is not necessary at this point. Not that they're choosing not to do it; that it's just not needed, and that he should be back in less than ten days. So, really, doubt that the the net. If he's only out ten days, the net effect on your team is almost negligible. You just, you know, lost maybe two home runs or something like that, and maybe even. Do we really? No, sorry. What were you going to say? No, do we really think it's going to be just ten days? I. Don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'm going to be the jackass to say it on the air. I, I just think that there's red flags here, man. Like, like th- he gets these wacky injuries, swinging and everything, and it, it just reeks that there's something going on out there. I don't want to accuse him of anything, but it, it's ju- it, it just looks like a Jose Canseco situation to me with the injuries. It's just a weird shoulder injury. You know, like my initial reaction when I saw him swing, was that he was full of crap and he was faking it, which I used to do when I was in Little League when I struck out. You know, I I, I, I was like Nick Madrigal. I never struck out. So when I did, I had to, like, fake like I twisted my ankle or something like that and have an excuse. So, like, oh, no, yeah, exactly, exactly, because I never did it. And when it happened, it's, like, embarrassing. Like, I, I wouldn't make it in today's major leagues because I, I, you know, I can't strike out 100 times in a year. That's just not acceptable to me. So I I don't know that that's just a little bit of my fear, but San Diego's been kind of up and down since you know Grisham's still out, Nola's still out, even though Caratini's been been carrying a load, he's been an offensive hero for them so far. So 
not much of a loss there. I, I, yeah, I really wouldn't worry about San Diego. They're looking okay. Um, what about the White Sox, man? They're falling apart offensively quite a bit. You know, I, th- I got a th- question. Yeah, go for it. Ken, is there any outfielders that you could find on the scrap heap from like five years ago that they could fill in for Andrew Vaughn right now? <laughs> because it feels like there's a new name in there every single day, and this kid is just sitting there. Listen, I like Nick Williams. He was really good like five, six years ago. I liked him. That's what I'm just saying. Yeah, big, that's what big, I mean. Big prospect. But, I mean, I, I just don't know if Tony La Russa, you know, last time he managed, these guys were relevant. Well, Nick Williams was never relevant. But, you know, Billy Hamilton was, you know, last time La Russa managed. Who knows? How is he but, getting playing time over Andrew Vaughn? It's beside me. Well, it, I was talking to Andy about this the other day. You know, I compared and I, uh, you know, I put it on Twitter. I think I said it on about two or three podcasts ago. I compared him physically and his swing to Mike Trout. And I I stand by that. But what I've seen the first week of the season, I don't see it. Like he, he's stiff. Um, the, The lower body is not moving as it has. So the arms are a little bit slow. I just think that the nerves got him, man. This is a guy that, that, you know, didn't play a lot of professional ball. And then here he comes, it's opening day and. He's making his major league debut, and I think he's a little bit overmatched. You know, his name kind of got to the forefront the last week with with Eloy's injury, and, you know, he became a much more important player on the team rather than somebody that was just going to be their DH and bat eighth. He became a, an important stick to them, and I, I, I think the nerves kind of over overran him a little bit. You know, he got a couple of base knocks the other day. I, I, I look at his swing, and it looks like it's loosening up a bit. I, I, I really think that that's what it is, but Larusa. Also, you know, like you guys started to say, he has that that uh, reputation for leaning on veterans, even if they suck. So, speaking of veterans, man, let, let, let's pat ourselves on the back for Adam Eaton so far, man. Love it. Yeah, Love it. yeah. We got shares of him all over the place. We've been talking about him since like freaking December and he's he's killing it man does a little bit of everything awesome hitting for power we love it leading off leading off yep yeah, yeah he he bats lead off against righties most of the time now and yeah and, and then they they play around and do some other stuff uh, other stuff you know magical have one day there but they keep changing the lineup over yeah over Tim, timmy's out so they, yeah timmy's out now that's a little bit little bit of a concern i think yeah I, bro i have timmy on tgfbi i just looked at my team now I'm that guy that drafted Noah Syndergaard in the be- in the bench rounds, figuring like ah, I could go with yeah. one less one less bench spot. You know, it's no big deal. So <laughs> I'll hold him for two months and then I'll, I'll 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 benefit from it, dude. I got six guys on the DL now on that team. Yeah. Six guys. My entire well, most of them went down midweek, and I don't have anybody to replace them because my bench yeah. is not set up to replace somebody right away. I got to do some some fab work this week. Six guys, and I'm actually I'm. I, I started the day in second place. Now I'm in fifth, but and with no zero saves so far. From who who do I have? I have Karinchak and Chapman. No saves. <laughs> I saw. I saw <laughs> Not a um, save. I saw Mancala hit a home run tonight too. So he's gonna start getting getting a little hot. Yeah, I, I'm just hoping Anderson isn't isn't out too long. He's downplaying the injury, so we'll we'll see. Yeah. So what one player that's out that uh, he's coming back pretty soon uh, is uh George Springer. But the thing that the 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 reason I want to talk about that is because Grichuk is really playing well and 
your guy is kind of struggling a little bit. We'll get so, to that. Yeah, yeah we'll get he's, that. he's kind of struggling a little bit. So I, I think Grichuk is going to carve himself out a role moving forward, not necessarily at, at Rowdy Telez's expense, but I, I, I think Grichuk is just showing enough, and he's such a good defensive player that he's going to continue to to get at bats no matter no matter what. So, some way, shape, or form, they're going to continue to to get him into the lineup. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, three guys I was like uh, looking over, and I'm just shocked by the start. Obviously, I'm not shocked by one of the starts, and you'll agree with it. But uh, Kesson Haria, with you guys' first hit tonight, and I know you're, uh, you know, all about him struggling, and you think he's horrible, <laughs> and uh, he finally got his first hit. On it. Yeah, and then. Ozzy Albies had his first hit yesterday, and Telez hasn't had a hit yet either. So you got a lot of guys who are definitely struggling. So it'll be interesting to see if they can get him out. Can we talk about the opposite of struggle? Was it Garrett Hampson has got four stolen bases in two days? That's a yeah. nice, yeah, very, Rock. very impressive. Rock. Until he loses his playing time to some random person Chris, they haven't Chris signed Owens. yet. But hey, Chris Owens, Chris Owens, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. He's actually doing good too. The whole the whole team is doing good, except for the you know Story's just been okay. He hasn't been lights out, but McMahon has been ridiculous all in one day. Oh, and uh, and Josh Fuentes has been solid too. Yeah, well, if we're talking we're talking hot players, then let, let's go to Nick and let's talk about his boy Nate. Uh, loud, low. No, this is low. How, this low, is low. how low, low can you go? Stay low, baby. Yeah, <laughs> my, my my dollar shares have paid off after years. <laughs> yeah. Doing awesome. He's looking great. He's seeing the ball well. He's getting that playing time. Tampa was playing with G-Man Choi over him, and it's just always in the bench, up and down. Gets freedom in Texas, and he's been crushing it. I hope he maintains it. It's a it's a good good one. That's what he said. He feels free now. It's hilarious. <laughs> he, he is. He's there's, yeah. no, there's nobody behind him for playing time. And speaking of hot, we got Jonathan India. That's another one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we we we've we've traded him around like like, yeah. like I don't even know like some used call girl on on our teams back him. and forth and all, but he, he's he came, came in today batting almost five hundred. I mean that means nothing at this point. Yeah. Ten RBI, yeah. ten well, RBIs. Whole, the whole team, the whole team has been hot. Yeah, they're crushing the ball. The difference between him and the nineteen ninety two Toyota Corolla is he's got the prospect grade. No, so he potentially can maintain it. Yep. Well, I got another guy that that's going off right now that doesn't have the prospect grade, and that's your boy Tyler Naquin. Dude, what's up with that? Even off. <laughs> does he keep? Does he take batting at bats away from Winker once Winker's okay? Man, this is scary because that's the only reason Naquin's playing every day like this is because yeah. Winker was a little backed up. I, I, you know, he's obviously Naquin has never been what he was supposed to be when he was a first prospect, and he is known to have these stretches where he looks good and he has his like Tuffy Rhodes moments. But uh, did he like win the Rookie of the Year, Naquin, or like finish second or something like that? I don't know. I think he he, he definitely surprised people and was up there. That's something worth looking up. But I think that you know Winker's. Yeah, their their best on base percentage guy. I think he'll he'll be fine once he comes back. Nick <laughs> Sensel's been red hot too. Yeah, the whole team they're putting a monster. The whole team's doing the whole team's doing great. Tyler Naquin finished third in the rookie of the year voting yeah. his that year. So Cassianos is on fire. He'll probably get traded 
And uh, I love that guy. Yeah. All right. All right. If we're talking hot players out of nowhere, can anybody tell me who Akil Yabadabadu is? Because I have never heard of this guy until oh, uh, until a week ago, man. Oh, Erica Badu. Yeah. Right, that's, uh, <laughs> hey, I, I picked, Telly I picked up on him. I picked up on him before opening day. I have in our oh. dynasty league. I picked him up before opening day. Oh, he's, you did. That's the only share I have in him, and I'm pretty upset about it. Yeah, because I'm not getting him tonight. I don't. I don't <laughs> think you need to get him tonight. I'm just. I'm not. I don't think he's going to maintain this. You know, no, he was a, not at all. He was a rule five pick. Uh, you know, he's got to stay on the roster all year long, and he's going to have his moments. And I, I think it, you gang him at the time you did it's good, but I think right now people have to pay. It's going to be crazy. All right. So as we're talking about. Hot players. I, 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 I'm going to do the right thing here and give Andy a couple of victory laps. So I, I'm going to send you the first layup and let you talk to Byron Buxton. And I'm going to step aside and maybe go use the restroom or something like that. Oh, well, you know, this is a guy that obviously I've been on since, you know, he was a prospect because I'm a prospect guy. So I've loved him way back when. And he's, He's had moments through the years that he's he's done something great, and Jeff always made me stay grounded. And you know, he didn't let us draft any shares on all of our teams that we have together. So that's one thing that I'm going to hold over your head. I think I have one or two shares, and I'm enjoying them. Uh, he's bang fourth now. I think the stolen bases won't really be there. He's not really running as much, but uh, he definitely improved his launch angle in the past two years. I mean, he is turning into a, you know, he's going to hit 30, 40 home runs, I think, with ease. I think he's going to, I always remind of, I think he's going to be Eric Davis. That's what I think. I think he's going to have his moments where he's going to go, you know, hit 30, 40 home runs, but he could bet 240, you know. Why are you looking like that, Jeff? I mean, that, obviously. That, that's that, that's not a bad comp. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, I, I, I kind of see it. Yeah. And, but... Nick, you buying in on Buxton? Is he here? Oh, yeah. Is it for real? I've heard Andy talk about him enough for the last few years. He's in. <laughs> Let's make, it, make, it, make Andy happy. Yeah, another one today. He's up to four home runs now. All right. All right. So we're recommending Buxton again. I, I'm going to put him on my Giolito list. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going there. Maybe next year. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, th- well, that's the mini victory lap. I'll let you take the big one with the 80 hit tool, man. All right. Vlad's one of the hottest hitters in baseball right now. He's, he, you know, tell tell me what you're seeing when when you're looking at this kid. Well, I'm I'm seeing him obviously physical. His uh, major weight loss has really really helped out uh, with with him overall. Uh, he's he's being agile actually at first base. I've seen him do, you know spread out doing, you know, for first base, picking up the ball. He's doing definitely better at first base than all of us wondered. Uh, he definitely improved oh, his I thought you were angle. saying better than all of us. Hell no, no man. No. I was no. a better defensive player than that. I've seen you snap <laughs> your hamstrings. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's going to hurt. Uh, you know, as your balls were laying on the, on the ground. <laughs> but uh, Vlad definitely has, uh, last year he – always hit the ball hard, even though he didn't have, he had mixed results, but he always hit the ball into the ground. And this year he's definitely worked on his launch angle and hitting the ball more in the air. And he's just 
destroying the baseball. And I, I think that the breakouts here, I think it's it's going to be beautiful. I still don't think he has an 80-hit tool, uh, more like a maybe 60, but he's definitely going to bat around 300. I think he's going to hit 30 to 40 home runs, and I think it's, it's time to buy. All right. The thing I, the, the, go ahead, Nick. Miles, Miles Straw just stole his first base. All right. There is life. He's on the board. All right. Yo, we're asking you about Vlad, man. You bring up Miles Straw. Like, give me yeah, a bro- Miles Straw. We're talking <laughs> about Vlad here, bro. It's a stolen base. Some, he hit, he it's a stolen can. base. He's a, a little fast guy. He's supposed to do that. I He's supposed I, to do that. Trash can. Like, talk I, about Vlad for me. Just give me uh, something. Did you, see the, did you see the Angel fan throwing a trash can on the field? Yeah, so that was fine. I can't even sneak a damn beer in the stadium. This guy's throwing trash cans on the field. Bro, I've Yo, got, eight, I got I got I got <laughs> eight beers into Veterans Stadium once, man. Eight beers. <laughs> All right, what, and you and what did you get out of Veterans Stadium? What did I get out of it? Yeah. Uh did you guys steal a chair? No, that was Yankee Stadium. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that that was a re- real quick story. It, it is actually pretty funny, Nick. You probably never heard this story, but me and a couple of buddies we went to Hideki Arabu's very first start, and we're in the parking lot in the beginning of the game, <laughs> and we were at, oh my god! So we we had we found some Japanese people that were media. And we asked them to make a sign for us that said, like, welcome to the U.S. Hideki Arabu or something like that. Well, they made an absolute idiot out of us and made a sign that said, like, we are stupid American idiots or something like that. (laughs) And they they interviewed us on their television channel and they were laughing the whole time. We had no idea what we're talking about. Right? Can you find this? Can you find this interview? It's it's on VHS somewhere in my mother's house. Record Um, it. So so we, we we ended up getting interviewed by one of the local stations over here too and we were like chanting in the back room in the in the back and everything. I was so drunk and our buddy Chris said something intelligent and then the the reporter put the microphone in front of my face and said, "What are your thoughts on this?" I'm like, "What he said. Yeah." Right? So absolutely crazy insane drunk. This guy Chris after the game stole a, a chair out of Yankee Stadium and got it out of the building. So I, I have no idea. I'm sure he still has it or maybe he sold it or something like that. But he actually ripped a chair out of the out of the concrete and took it out the building and nobody stopped us. So I don't know, man. So Vlad, the thing that's impressive so far with me is he's not striking out as much as he usually does and he's taking walks. Uh, the, the hard hit rate is down. The exit velo is down. But the batting average and the expected batting average is up. So this is a sign that that a 60-hit tool might be a real thing, that he's developing as as a hitter and maturing and not just swinging for the fences and trying to crush the ball. And he's placing it, and the ball's falling for him, and he, he's getting results. And, you know, when, when, when you hit that way, the home runs will come. So I, I think there's big things coming for him. I, I think we're looking at a second round pick moving forward in, into next year and everything. So, kudos, Andy. Oh yeah, small golf there you clap. Go. I'll okay. give you that, and I'll, I'll buy some results after one week on that. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's go to the other side, uh, other side of the equation, and talk about some guys that we're on that aren't really pulling their weight. Nick, I'm going to start with you with one of your guys. Well, I think you traded him a couple times, and Andy's got a share yeah. or two. Probably did. <laughs> How about Jack Flaherty, man? It's just just not there Oof. right now. It's not looking good. Um, 
little concerned about him. You you feeling okay or are you worried? He had a, he had a decent start yesterday against Miami, but it, it was concerning in the beginning. I don't know. I don't think he's going to be that second round pick we once thought he was. I think he might fall into that fourth, fifth round territory. Uh, decent starter. He'll get you the high strikeouts, but his uh, ERA and WHIP might be sky high. Not sky high, but it might be uh, higher threes, low fours potentially. Yeah, you didn't say that to me when you trade him to me. That's messed up, man. Of course not. Of course not. But I, want Car- I, want Carlson. I want Carlson back, though. Yeah. Uh, Carlson's looking good. All right, Andy, one of your guys now, a relief pitcher, that's that's uh, kind of a disappointment so far, Rysel Iglesias. Uh, a little up and down. He's got a win, but it was because he screwed up a save. Uh, that's one of the great things about relievers when you're in a win league is when they screw up, you get a win sometimes. But he's struggling himself. I I don't think he's going to lose his job. Are you you a little concerned about him, or you're feeling okay? I, I'm okay now. I mean, it's just you know he's he's pitched four innings, and you know he's he still has he's only walked one batter. He has seven strikeouts to the one walk. Uh, he he has a, a win. He has a save in the first week. I mean. Granted, he had a, a couple of rough outings, but in the first week of the season, you have a seven to one K to walk ratio, and you got a, a win and a save. You know, I, I'm okay with it. I, he has a track record that I think he's going to uh, get back to where he needs to. And there's not anyone really behind him that is breathing that. There's no melancholes there, so you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, I tend to agree with you on that one. All right, you're agreeing right. with me a lot today, man. That's that's. Yep. Yep. Well, I, 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 I got two guys. I got a. What, what's the opposite of a, uh, a, a, of a victory lap? Diving headfirst into a, <laughs> into an empty concrete swimming pool. Oh, I mean, doing a handstand in your swimming pool. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I got two guys that have gotten blown up like freaking. Oh boy. Balloons on New Year's Day, Macy's uh, parade, man. That's Mad Bum and Brad Keller. What the hell is going uh, on out here, bro? The, the wrong Keller. I got I got the wrong everything with that, man. I'm so invested in these guys. I can't even put them in my lineup now, man. Like they're, they're basically waiver fodder. I'm going to hold on Bumgarner, but Keller one more time, and I'm, I'm waving them across the board, man. This is disgusting. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I thought you were going to bring up Amir Garrett. <laughs> oh, no, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's only two innings, man. Let it go. <laughs> All right. So let's actually uh, transition a little bit to closers real quick, and let's talk about Ugh. this. Okay? So the the good, there, there really hasn't been much good other than Melancone. You know, the rest of it, uh, who's his face? Merriweather looks great, right? You know, I, I think I think I was a day late on him. Nick, you got any shares of him? Which one? I'm sorry, which one? Merriweather. Zero. Zero. Zero shares, and I was not paying that price a week one waiver wire. Yeah, but you paid that price week zero waiver wire on Romano. Who just gave up the lead in the summer. Burned, I, actually have, I actually have no shares of him. I, I lost that bid. Eric actually outbid oh, good me for about you. Like good 20 for you. bucks on that. He just lost, so I have zero. He just lost the lead in the seventh. I saw that. <laughs> I have zero shares. I have no Toronto Blue Jays in my lineup. Uh, I lost that bid, but I did get Dykeman for $7 versus 51 for Alex Reyes in our league. Andy, do you, but, do you, do you think Sergio Romo is worth a buy now? We we've yeah. had some we've had success with Sergio Romo. Do you do you think that they give him the job over over Diekman possibly or at least a share of it? I think there's going to be a share. I don't think there's going to be a, a spot where they just put on one person. I think there's going to rotate between whoever's 
whoever's situation is the best at the time. Hey, on the bright side, they got a win yesterday, so they're one and six. About to be one and seven, but still good. Do, do either of you guys have a take on the Diamondback situation? I mean, it, it, I, I, I think the best bet right now is to throw a dollar at Christian and hope he gets a job in a few days. But uh, yeah, the, uh, what, what, what's the Davinsky? What's his nickname? The Dragon or something like that? <laughs> He's a damn good pitcher, and I, He's a good pitcher. I, yeah. I, I actually I got him in my my thirty team league. So if if when you get a, a Middle reliever who suddenly comes into saves in a thirty-team league—it's—it's it's like hitting the lottery. Like you can't ask for more than that. And I—I was watching it, you know, and he—he he blew up. He gave up a home run and blew a save the other day, but it was in Colorado uh, off Sam Hilliard. So I—I kind of forgive him for that, and I think that he's going to have more of an opportunity in the role. But like out of nowhere today, he like left the team for a week with like personal business or some crap like that. I don't know what the hell that means. So the door is open for whoever else, whether it's, what's his name? Crichton, Crichton, whatever, whatever it is. The Crich- one, the, the one Nick's tried, tried to mention. That's eh, brutally pronounced. Yeah. So I, I mean, he's there, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just an ugly situation. It's probably uh, Kevin Ginkle. What the no, hell is Kevin sick. Ginkle? He's Kevin Finkel? He's sick too. Ginkle no. is Einhorn, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't even know, man. Oh. Uh Ian Kennedy's been really good for the Rangers in two two attempts. So I, I kind of like him. If if he's been successful in the role in the past, I I would recommend him with it for a couple dollars or a, a late waiver claim, something like that. The red situation, I don't even know what to say. The your boy oh. you, your boy's a better UFC fighter than he is than he is a, a, a <laughs> yeah, closer. Only, only two innings, and one yeah. was in a non-safe situation, up eleven runs. I'm not worried about. It. He had a huge spring pitching against uh, a ball hitters, and you know he was a, a monster against those kids. And I think, uh, you know, I think it'll come around. He he's always been a good reliever, so it's early. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, Nick, I, I know that uh, you put some bids in on Cesar Valdez. This guy's got Oof. a couple of saves. He actually looks pretty decent. You have any mm-hmm. you have any take on him? Any interest? You, did you did you get him or you just let him go? I did I did get him in a couple leagues and he's he's helped out. Uh, why not at this point? It's a, freaking, <laughs> it's a wasteland. Can't go can't go wrong. He's like yeah, forty he, years old, right? I mean, he's got more saves than Chapman and Hendricks combined right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's so, I don't know. I hate him. We're going to sold soon. Yeah. All he right. Got a win too the other day. <laughs> he did. He did get a win. Is there any closer situation that's worked out so far? Any any risks? Uh, Melancone. Melancone is our guy. Melancone, and he's looking great. Um, Edwin Diaz hasn't had the opportunity yet. You got a win today. So you got a win today. Uh, th- Thank you, uh, Conforno. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, the, the Indians are an absolute mess. Disaster. Uh, Karinchak keeps getting brought in in the se- he he got a blown save the other day in the sixth inning. Like that's just not Jeez. fair. Like no, don't put that BS in my freaking column over there. Literally. So uh, what about the uh, Phillies? What about the Phillies? The Phillies are looking good. Yeah. You you want to you want to know um, a, a quick trivia. Right now, who is the number five ranked uh, 
fantasy player in all of baseball on CBS? Roman Quinn. No. Roman Quinn, Ro- Roman, Roman Quinn has struck out six times in nine at-bats. That's, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Neris? No, no, no. Neris has been good. Yeah, Alvarado has been very good. Um, Archie Bradley has not been bad, but it's Connor Brogdon who oh, right now in relief is the number five ranked overall fantasy player on CBS. He's before Trout or after Trout? That's ridiculous. He's before. Oh, my uh, God. But he, he has three wins just out of opportunity <laughs> and time. One of them was an extra inning. So uh, that, that's, it is what it is. But if I see anybody pick up Connor Brogdon tonight on Fab, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to lose my shit on them because Connor it's going to happen. Brogdon, there he is. $20 bid. <laughs> It's gonna happen, man. It's gonna, but there, there's nothing there. There's nothing to see there. He, he's the, he's like the emergency guy. He's like they, they have a setup. You know, it, it's pretty simple. That Alvarado is getting the inning with the high leverage lefty in it. Uh, Archie Bradley looks pretty good so far, and Neris has been perfect. So Bar- Neris has the ninth. If the game goes extra innings, Brogdon's gonna be the guy. If they, if, if you know, and Brogdon was the guy that followed. Aaron Nola the other day when he couldn't make it through five innings, so they needed a, a bridge to get to get to the main bullpen. But I don't know. This is the good longest. stuff. He's got good stuff. I saw it. Yeah, and we just spent three minutes talking about Connor Brogdon. So yeah. my God, I, th- <laughs> I think that's the point where we put a bow on this thing. How do you guys feel yeah, about that? I that. <laughs> and on a Connor Brogdon note, we're out of here. <laughs> all right, a- Andy, you got anything to say before we get out of here? Anything intelligent at all? Yeah, yeah. Do you know that uh, DeGrom has 33 no decisions in the past three years where he's led going into after the seventh inning? Disgusting. What a waste. Yeah, that's that's like a thing now. It's called you got DeGromed, right? <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's when you have a quality start with, with one or zero runs allowed and you lose. That's bullpen, bullpen's a little shaky still. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. All right, Nick, what do you got for me, man? What, what are you seeing? What, what are you working and on? And on to that, I had Walker today for the Mets and just watching it, waiting for those runs, and I think he got one, maybe. I, he, looked, he looked good, though. He did look good. He looked awesome. I'll take it. All right, guys, let's get the hell out of here, man. He's at nmimi, at nmimi on Twitter. This guy's at amac22nj. And I'm at JTrella20. Guys, thanks for everything. Trevor, appreciate all you do. Take us out of here. And peace.